The Mind Aware Show 21. Hey there, brain trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where you discover the best information on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now you're ready to take intentional action. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. I'm so glad you could join me today. Have you got a sugar addiction? I mean, let's just let's just call it what it is. Are you somebody that you just can't wait to dig into those sweet foods? I mean, we all have those moments, don't we? I notice myself, especially around the holidays, I can start digging into it a little bit more than I want. Well, we talk so much here about how the brain works and how the brain and mindset affect the body that I thought it would be fun this week we're focusing on the body how does the body affect the brain how can we be more successful how can we have a better mindset how can we have a more positive attitude if we're taking better care of our bodies and how do they interact together so I can't wait let's just dig in here's Jill Shreve she is a certified holistic health coach she's an expert in sugar addiction she's out in the world helping people to look better and feel better through better health habits welcome Jill hi hi glad to be here great to have you here Jill so actually let's just start right in when talking about sugar addiction you know it seems like such a strong word like do you think that a lot of people are addicted to sugar what's the deal with that Yeah, I actually do think quite a few of us are addicted to sugar. There's quite a bit of research that says people have a hard time with sugar because it's everywhere, and it is, and that it's actually more addicting than cocaine, if you can believe that. I remember seeing a study about that. Wasn't there with some, like, little rats? They had the choice at a certain point to choose between sugar or cocaine, and they'd pick sugar. Is that how that worked? That is the study that I've seen, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of crazy and hard to believe, but we've all had that experience where we've had that sugar rush, you get that high, and then you get the crash that comes with it. And so why is this important to me and my success? Like, why should a person care? Why would you care if you had a sugar addiction? Well, the sugar that we eat that's added sugar to our diet, that's not just our natural sugar, say, in fruit, it kind of affects our blood cells, and then that starts affecting our brain cells. And then that impacts all sorts of things in our thinking and our ability to do things, our energy level, all sorts of areas. I'll tell you, Jill, I know you've coached a lot of people. And have you found in your coaching that people sometimes there have a different problem, like maybe they're, they're chronically fatigued or they have some kind of ADHD or something like that, and it leads back to food addictions, whether it be sugar or maybe an intolerance to gluten or corn or some of these others. Have you run across that? And tell me a little bit more about it, if so. Oh, most definitely, um, both with people I've coached and myself. One of the big things that people deal with is brain fog. And kind of that, you know, cloud over your, your vision or your thinking. And you get so used to having that, you forget what it's like to think clearly. And when you remove something that could possibly be contributing it to it, like gluten, for me it was gluten that really showed an impact is when I removed it and eliminated it from what I ate. Um, it's kind of like the fog was lifted and I could think clearer, sharper, more focused, um, 
Some people notice energy levels change. You think you need the sugar for the energy. Um, and sometimes you do because your body's sending you a message that you're, you're out of balance and you need that support with maybe some cortisol and adrenal level issues that you might be having. But really what happens is that we need to figure out what those foods are and what they're doing to us and if we like that feeling or if we really want to change that and live in a different way. Yeah, yeah, I really like what you said there because I part of the reason why we hooked up or started talking about this is because a lot of your work is based in awareness. You're not necessarily saying, okay, look, it, go forth today and be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out and be like, yes. oh, my God, you're going to take away my one joy in well, life. Well, it goes against um, your train your brain philosophy. Uh, if you say I'm you know, not eating sugar, the word you focus in on is sugar. And then um, you want more sugar, and it's almost like a magnet to it. And so, um, you know, changing the mantras or stories really impacts people's uh, effectiveness of reducing it and living with it in a different way, kind of changing their relationship with foods. Well, and that's what I like what you said a second ago, is you said just get aware. Let's be aware. Hey, do I like this feeling? Is this working for me? Do I like right. the after effects of this? How does this feel? And I know myself, too. I, I was really surprised when I gave up gluten because I'm certainly not celiac, and I wouldn't have even considered myself as having an allergy to it. But what was amazing was when I gave it up, I did feel almost like a veil was lifted. And it was like, oh, my gosh, I've been in a fog for the last <laughs> however many years. And I had no idea. It was so strange to see that relationship because I, I think so much about the mind's effect on the body, but the body affects the mind, too. And so what would be some signs, like, if I was listening to this and I'm, thinking, okay, I mean, this is interesting, I kind of get it, I don't know if this applies to me, but, you know, I do have these symptoms, I'm, whatever, I'm fatigued, I don't sleep right. well at night, I mean, it could be just about anything. Just about anything from skin issues to digestive issues, moodiness, depression, energy levels, Yeah, um, autoimmune issues, I pretty much say if you have an autoimmune disease, from MS to fibromyalgia to lupus, that you need to start looking at how foods are impacting you. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. And so if somebody's listening, that's the thing to look for then, is to say, to, the, to say, well, okay, am I dealing with any issues in my life where I feel like I could improve my physical well-being right. and fill in the blank with whatever it is, skin issues or whatever, and then do what would be the next step? Like do an elimination diet or give something up? Where do you go with that? Well, depending on where the person is in their readiness, because an elimination diet is a process. It's a good five weeks by the time you go back through the whole steps of adding things back in. But I think it's the most effective way to really give yourself a chance to see which foods could be playing a role in your issue, whether it's a health issue or an emotional issue. The elimination is where you just take out kind of the most common known ones, foods, and then also, you know, there might be foods you're questioning already. Say, you know, I wonder how I do with removing peaches or something, you know, something that you know when you eat, maybe you don't feel so good. At the same time, some people that's too hard. You know, it's like I can't eliminate everything just to start with. But you could just try eliminating one thing. 
it doesn't give you quite the full effect because you might be having other foods that contribute to your, your health issue. But the, the elimination diet is truly the best choice, in my opinion, for kind of uncovering what's going on in your body. But also so is food journaling and how you feel when you eat right after you eat that. Um, and then look again at how you feel an hour or two later. And it doesn't have to be just how your gut feels. It can be how you feel energy-wise, mood-wise, emotional. You know, are you up and down after you've eaten something? Are you needing a nap? Those kinds of things. Excellent. Yeah, food journaling, that's a great idea. So journal when you eat, what you're eating, and then an hour later how you're feeling. That's a, that's yeah. a great tip. For those of you that have never heard of an elimination diet, what that is is you give up all of the kind of major known foods that could be allergy prone foods. So the soy, the wheat, the gluten, dairy. yeah, dairy, all of those. And you do it for a period of time and then one by one you reintroduce them into your diet so you see if you have an effect because you don't really know if you have an effect unless you eliminate it. So this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Jill Shreve. She is a certified holistic health coach and an expert with regards to sugar addiction, we're talking about sugar. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, don't let me. I don't want to give up my sugar. Well, everybody, stay tuned for one second. We're going to be right back. And I'm going to ask Jill what would be the best tip she would give for being able to make these changes right now in small steps. Be right back. Have you checked out The Mind Aware on Facebook at facebook.com slash themindaware? Discover daily mantras, inspiration, the latest brain information, and exclusive training on mindset, wealth, health, and more. That's facebook.com slash themindaware. Let's connect and kick your life up a notch. All right, we're back. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Jill Shreve. You can find Jill over at jillshreve.com, which is J-I-L-L-S-H-R. E V like Victor E dot com. She does coaching. She's got programs where you can jump in and get off sugar with a group of other people or get coaching from her. Elimination diet, same thing. There's so many opportunities for getting healthy working with Jill. And we're really talking about the importance of sugar on your brain and in your mindset. Like if you've got these food allergies, they're really affecting you, and sometimes you don't even know until you give them up. And so let's say people have been listening to this, and so now you're ready to give it up. You're ready to give it a shot, or you're ready maybe even kind of have a nagging feeling like, yeah, I probably do eat too much sugar. What would you suggest is the next thing to do? If you feel like you're ready to just, yep, I'm done for a while. I want to see what I feel like without having sugar. There's two choices. You can just start reducing and kind of cut back. And some simple ways, obviously, is like eat less cookies, right? Because you know sugars and those kinds of things. But start reading labels and finding where sugar is kind of sneaking its way into your diet that you're not really realizing. Salad dressings, you know, you're trying to eat healthy and you're eating things you think like salad, but you're pouring sugar all over your, your salad. Mm-hmm. Um, yogurt is another area. So, like, just checking labels is like a simple way to reduce. If you're not eating just, you know, fruits and vegetables and lean meat, if you're eating anything that is from any other department in the grocery store, often those have added sugars that you're not really wanting or maybe even needing in those foods. But if you're wanting to really, like, say, yep, I want to kind of cleanse my palate, get rid of sugar from every source from in your house. Do not have it in your house. 
and start having things available as easy go-to snacks like nuts and seeds if you can eat those cut up veggies have fruit available to satisfy that sweet feeling but not eat too much um I encourage people to make smoothies um, because it gives you lots of whole foods without added sugar, except for the the natural sugars and fruit. Um, get away from you know your sodas and juices, and just completely kind of give your your body like a reboot or a reset to cleanse your palate, to kind of get rid of craving the sweet taste. And then if you decide to add sugar back in, you're doing it in a more selective aware state of, oh, I'm choosing this, and I, I'm going to have this with 100% yes, and then know that you're not having it all day long because you know it's not in all your hidden foods. Mm, yeah, I tell I, great advice. I mean, these were great. Reducing, just start reading labels. I, and I know when I started doing this, I was just shocked. There's sugar yeah. in so much stuff. And Reduce. Just start saying, okay, I've got four cookies on my plate. I'm going to cut that in half. I'm going to eat two cookies. Like right. start somewhere. You know, those yep. small steps actually do make a difference. Mm-hmm. I love this idea of the cleanse too, and I want to give kind of an unsolicited testimonial on this. When I first got off sugar, I did it through this kind of, okay, I'm just going to cut it out for three to five days and let's see how I feel. And I have to say, it was shocking to feel so good and I mean it was a little bit rough like I was surprised at how much I kind of crave sugar even though I didn't see myself as somebody who was a big sugar eater so it's a really good wake-up call and awareness but it was like oh my gosh how could I possibly feel this good I felt like I was just floating on air like the kind of thing that people go for with spiritual enlightenment you know it's like oh my gosh I'm not I don't have to meditate in an ashram for a year I just have to give up sugar and I feel this good and this light it's like crazy you know so so that I really want to give a testimonial for that reboot and reset yes I really agree with it um I've allowed sugar back into my diet some and um by choice, like certain things I'll have, but what I've noticed is when I get back to that, no, I'm really just not having it. I don't feel deprived because I know if I really wanted it, I could have it, Yeah. but you feel like a different person, and every person that I've coached on this, and they've decided on their own, you know, with my help or whatever, that they want to cut back or reduce sugar, when they cut it out completely, they're like, it's like a game changer for them. They feel like a different person they actually end up having more energy and um just feel like they can do more because they're not kind of dependent on that sugary need i love it i love it the path to happiness there you go folks you heard it here i love it good stuff jill thank you so much for being here you know it i just love talking about food i love me some food so it's (laughs) always great to to talk with people who love food too and thank you so much everybody if you want to hear more from jill remember you can find her over at jill shreve dot com j i l l s h r e v like victor e dot com i that went so fast thank you everybody for being here this was so fun and play with this a little bit why not you know here we are you're starting your day with the mind aware you're getting an idea you're going hey 
maybe this does affect the way I think. Maybe I could be happier if I played with some of the foods I'm eating. Give it a test. Do what Jill says. Try that food journal. See if you notice. Gosh, maybe I do have an issue. I do feel kind of weird an hour later. Here's how it's affecting me. I'm willing to start reading some labels. That doesn't sound so hard. She doesn't sound like the sugar Nazi. She's saying, <laughs> hey, it's okay if you're going to eat some sugar once in a while, but be aware. That's what we're about, right? Be aware. Making that connection. Finding ways to get happier and happier all the time. And how do we do that? We do it by staying awake and playing. And maybe you want to go all in. Maybe you want to do the cleanse and see if you have the same effect that I did. But either way, we're all in this together. We're all just trying new things and playing and raising our game to a whole new level. So it's great to have you here. We will see you next time on the Mind Aware Show. Bye, everybody. Bye.